Hey, Sharon Horn Olsen here, but you can call me Pajama Grandma. In case you haven't met yet, go ahead and put hashtag pajama in the comments below. So it's the first time you're being exposed to me as the Pajama Grandma in one of my favorite pair of pajamas today. I got a really scary idea today, and maybe it wouldn't be scary for you, but it's pretty scary for me. And I want to run it by you and kind of explain why. A couple of years ago, I found myself divorced, and as part of that divorce, I needed to let go of my Italian food manufacturing business, a business that I had been a part of for 35 years. And so it was pretty ingrained in my soul and in my being. And I came to terms with letting go of that, although it was hard and the products and services, I still get, get Facebook messages and emails almost every day, several times a week, begging that we bring those products back. And I didn't think... I was upset or emotionally impacted or depressed over any of this, you know, especially over the divorce. The divorce was a long time coming and I, I guess I never really dealt with any of that. I just kind of stuffed it all down and didn't deal with that. Um, I had a major health challenge due to the relationship and a bad business partner and working all the time, like a chicken with my head cut off, working in my business instead of on my business. Even though I knew better, I so knew better, but I still made choices that weren't in my best interest health-wise, weren't in my best interest business-wise, weren't in my best interest relationship-wise. I was pretty much a hot mess. And that hot, that health challenge led to me going to get divorced and it just took a long time because we had a lot of assets together that we needed to separate and things. And the final asset was this particular business and a piece of property. Actually, no, we're not done yet. I'm sitting in the house. We're not done yet. So I'm wrong. We're, we're still not done yet. Um, <clears throat> and when you've been with somebody for 25 or more years, you got a lot of, of things that are connected. And so there's a lot of, of drama and things and, and not drama, but just a lot of details that have to be dealt with, a lot of things that have to be managed and taken care of. And um, the business was one of those. And when I let go of the business, I... I didn't think I was depressed or, or missing it or anything, but about a month afterwards, I'd gone from, you know, working every day and being in my business and working at the business and being involved and going there to nothing. Went on a trip with my mother-in-law and my daughter to help her move from school to meet up with her husband in Colorado. She was going to photography school in Montana. So we did a road trip right away. And that, that was kind of a little stopgap. But then when I came back, I was around the house every day and instead of doing what I knew I should do, packing up and getting ready to move out of the house, I didn't do it. I put it off and I caught myself Netflix binging, watching Netflix for like hours. I went through whole series while I rode my exercise bike um, day in and day out, not making a decision or a choice on what I wanted to do with my future because I'm kind of old. I'm 58, but... I still have too much energy to not do anything and to just throw in the towel and say, okay, I'm going to retire. I'm not going to do anything. I I wanted to do more. So I didn't think I was depressed or upset by any of it, but apparently if I looked at my behavior and my results, I obviously was. Now I took depression out of my belief system and my repertoire in my 20s when I had some health challenges. And so I didn't recognize the signs of, of needing to make a change. And when I did recognize them, I began looking for 
what is the next thing I'm going to do? What's my next opportunity? What do I want to get involved in? What kind of business do I want to be involved in? And I decided that instead of staying in the brick and mortar manufacturing traditional, I'm an engineer by trade, so instead of staying in that world, that I would explore and do something online and on the internet because I've always been curious and interested about online things, but I never had the time or the energy left over as I was running through my life to actually explore and find out what else was available. So I decided that I would do that. I did that. I jumped in with both feet with a software program called ClickFunnels and became a certified partner and started to learn about the online world and about online business. And that was all well and good, except I, like so many others, fell into the trap of learning, learning, learning. Here's the next thing I have to learn to implement. Here's the next thing I have to do. So I, I really just wanted to duplicate my offline brick and mortar success in the online world. So I could work when I want, where I want, with whomever I want, in my pajamas if I want, so that I could be comfortable and produce and make a positive impact on the world. I really just wanted to make a positive impact on the world. I wanted to be able to provide for myself and my family, but I also wanted to be able to travel and do things that I've always dreamt of doing that I didn't necessarily give myself permission to do when I was tied down to my physical brick and mortar businesses. So I started working on that and I discovered that um, I just wanted to be able to make a living being myself, being who I uniquely am because I'm kind of weird and different like most of us with an entrepreneurial streak. We have our own little quirks and idiosyncrasies and beliefs and and way of looking at the world that's that's different than a whole lot of other people. And that can be a lonely road to travel, but it doesn't have to be. Um, so I started learning about the online things and, and got trapped kind of in this learning loop like so many other people do. Um, and I did then find pockets of success. I started doing some online courses, some webinars, um, working with other people, doing some coaching and consulting. And I got success in that. But I discovered that I wasn't always attracting or working with people I really wanted to work with, my ideal client. I discovered, and though I love working with men, my whole my whole life has been predominantly working with men in my career and in industry and engineering. There's, there's not very many women engineers, more now than there were when I was going through engineering school, but there used to not be hardly any. And I discovered that I was working with, you know, again, some clients and some coaching students that weren't ideal for me. And I love working with everybody, but I don't want to work with everybody. I want to work with a more narrow focused type person. I want to help business owners who've already started their business, but they're stuck somewhere along the way, like I was in the past to overcome those challenges and hurdles to grow and supersize their business. I, I work with some startups, but that's not my passion. My passion isn't to work with startups. So any way you look at it, I discovered by doing some analysis that 90% of my students and coaching clients and consulting clients are men or companies owned by men. And I, I always have wanted to work with more women. I think women... I think we think differently. I think we see the world differently. I think we approach life and business from a very different perspective than men do. Neither is better or worse. They're just different. And in the differences is where our genius lies. Me being able to be me is what gives me a competitive advantage in the services that I offer people. Because there's a whole lot of other people that do business strategy coaching and things and things similar to what I do. But I put my own unique spin on and 
all the experiences I've brought from corporate America, all the experiences I've brought from the different types of businesses and industries I've been in. I bring all that to the table in this weird hodgepodge of wild like my pajamas-ness that gives me a different perspective in helping to coach and consult with different organizations and different people. But I discovered that I can choose, oh my God, I get to pick and choose who I want to work with. That's the cool thing about having your own business and your own company. You get to set up the rules for yourself the way you want it to be, the way you want your business and your life to be. And when I discovered that, the whole world opened up. And I decided I was going to do a supersized business summit just for business owners. And I decided, no, I want to do a woman business summit because I'm watching these summits and I'm participating in summits. And I noticed they're about 90% men, like a whole lot of other things in business, and maybe 5% women. The last one I was on was almost 50-50 or else it was like 30 5% women to men, which was fantastic. But I said, no, I want to do an entire women's summit, a all women speaker summit for all women business owners. So that was my idea. Now, I've never done it. My plan is to do this women's summit and I'm actually creating the marketing and the system and the strategy as part of a, a 30 day challenge that I'm involved in called One Funnel Away. And as part of that challenge, this is the, the, product or the project that I'm working on. Now, today I decided that, and the scary part is, I want to document the journey of creating this women's summit. I've never done a summit before. I've participated in them, but I've never been the person that hosted and created and managed the entire project of doing a women's summit. Now, I've done a lot of really big projects in my career and in my life, and so I know I could do it, but I've never done it. So I thought, why not document the process day by day, step by step? What am I doing to put this summit together, to make it work and make it be what I, I'm planning on it being, which is something that touches and impacts women's lives and makes a positive difference in their lives and in their businesses. That's my that's what I would consider success is if we have a successful summit means it touches women's lives and makes a difference for them by them having attended or participated in the summit in some way, shape or form. And I guess the scary part is who do I need to become in front of everybody and what do I need to make happen? What needs to happen in me so that I can become the person that's capable of doing this project and pulling off this project and making and creating a successful summit. So I guess the scary part is I think I'm going to share day by day, step by step what I'm doing. And I'm curious to know if that's what you think of as a good idea or a bad idea. If it's, a, if, it's, if, it's, if it's valuable to you or if it's just a waste of time. I guess if it's a waste of your time, don't watch. But I think that it will help me to grow and develop as a person, as a leader, and as a coach, and as a consultant in showing people how you can take a project that you really have never done before and make it work step by step, day by day, what your thinking has to be, what you have to to do, what you have to pull out of the hat, who you have to get to help you, because we never create a project this big in a vacuum. There's no way I can do this by myself. I've actually already got 17 women lined up to be speakers at it, and I haven't even really defined the topic, titled it, or put it out there yet. I've got another list of like 70 to 100 women that I want to invite to participate in the summit, and... I'm going to share how I'm going to do that because I came up with a creative way yesterday of how I want to invite and, and talk to these women and encourage them to participate in this particular project and summit. 
So that's it. That's my scary idea. What do y'all think? And here's the deal. I want to know what you think. I really want to know what you think. But I'm going to make up my own mind and, and probably do it anyway. But it is scary. It is being vulnerable. It is showing people stuff I suck at and stuff that I'm good at and, you know, asking for help when I need help. And maybe that's part of why I want to do it is I traditionally am terrible at asking for help. And I know that there are people out there doing these kinds of things all the time. Women. I'm just going to say women out there doing these kinds of things all the time. And they can help me shortcut the process and make sure that it's a successful summit. That's it. Go out and make it a fantastic day. Guess what? Probably going to see you tomorrow with what I'm working on for this particular project. Bye. Thanks for listening.